Hello and welcome to my podcast. I don't know how it happened, but with me, Annie Hayes Pantony, yoga business owner, actress, and definitely menopausal. For years, I wanted to do stand-up, but hey, I'm not funny. So I thought at least if I come on here, I won't get heckled. I'd love you to join me on this crazy little ride called midlife. So if you're a woman on this roller coaster and you'd like tips, advice, insight into my research on signs and symptoms, I can hopefully help you through yours. It'll be inspirational, playful, educational and thought-provoking, funny, witty, sometimes gritty and possibly the occasional tears. So hey, grab a copper, get comfy and join me, the host, with my foggy brain and, and, um, hey, why don't you just listen? Welcome, ladies. Thank you for tuning in to, I don't know how it happened, but... Um, I'm Annie and yeah, hello. So the last two weeks I have had just awesome, amazing women and I just want to give another little shout out to Charlotte Gooding. Uh, She's a doctor and she's just phenomenal. Um, I had such a lovely uh, podcast with her and the reason I just want to give a little shout out is because she wrote to me you know, she messaged me um, and said that her podcast or our podcast together actually brought tears to her dad's eyes. And that touched me so much. So that's just gorgeous. Um, And yeah, clearly proud of her. She's amazing. I'm not surprised. And last week, my lovely uh, guest was Michelle Griffin, who her app for menopause, uh, Stella, Rely on Stella app is launched. Um, and so, yeah, check that out. So if you haven't listened to the last two weeks, great episodes for you to catch up on. Now then, I'm taking a little break after this week. And so this is the last episode in this uh, season. Huh? My first ever season of podcasts. It's hilarious. Um, I'm grateful to all of you for still tuning in and it gives you a little bit of time to go back and listen to some other like you know listen to the rest of them just in case there's anything that you want to refresh Um, if you've never listened before so go back there's one about nouns how our brain isn't working quite so well it can it's you know we can fix this Um, there's one about hair loss I lost a lot. I still am, um, but so much better since upping my protein. So that's what that episode's about. Nutrition, um, urinary uh, dysfunction, basically wanting to go to the toilet a lot. So there's all these episodes. If you've missed, please go back and have a little listen. This week, do you know what? I... I actually just want to have a little bit of a chat with you all. And even if we were to put our symptoms to one side, like, how do you feel? How are you? Do you ever stop and actually take check of how you are? Do you ever um, just, yeah, just totally think about 
how do I feel right now? And give yourself a little bit of love and care. And are you doing things in your life that makes you happy? Like, and I mean really genuinely happy. A little joy, um, uh, I don't know, just literally anything. Where you just think, no, do you know what? Every single day I'm going to do something that actually makes me feel good. So that we're not just... um, kind of going through the motions of our life, but we're actually living it. And it's just so important. I had a really lovely conversation with a friend yesterday. We went to London and we had a nice lunch and then we went to see a show. Um, I've always got good shows to tell you about, so can I please recommend one? It's called Come From Away. It's absolutely amazing. If anyone's seen it, yeah, write into me. Let me know what you thought of it. It's absolutely fantastic. It's a true story and it's um, set in Newfoundland in Canada where some aircraft had to land at night after the 9-11. Um, and it's just, it's, it's basically all of these aeroplanes had to be directed to this tiny little village where, you know, I mean, God, they probably had three aircrafts in the whole of their, you know, that had ever touched the tarmac before. And now they had um, over 7,000 people staying for about five days in their tiny little village. And all of the stories are true. And there's like, it's just amazing. I'm giving it no credit whatsoever. Just trust me, it is brilliant. So that's what I did yesterday. But anyway, apart from seeing an amazing show, myself and my friend Sue, hello Sue, if you're listening to this, we, we were having a nice glass of wine and we were just talking about making the most of our lives and really living them and going out and trying new things. Maybe going to the theatre isn't for you, but you know what? If you've never tried it, you might, you might just have the best time or, you know, take up something different. Remember I said about our uh, foggy brain in that episode, if we give stimulation to our mind and our brain, even if it is seeing a show, you're giving stimulation to your brain, which helps uh, clear the foggy brain. It's actually like, um, it's almost like meditation as well, because while you're watching an amazing musical, well, you're certainly not thinking about your symptoms, um, even if you've got a hot flush come over you. Trust me, when you're in the middle of watching an amazing show, you are in it. It's, you are living and breathing that um, quite literally. And, and it's the same for those, for those of you who do exercise. I keep telling you, don't I, you must do exercise in this stage of our lives. Exercise is so important. So that too, you know, are you getting enough exercise in your day? Are you doing enough that makes you really feel full of life, vibrant, just Oh, alive, just alive. Come on, like really, there is so much that you could be doing now and just living the best life. Even, even if things are a struggle, you can still do great things too. 
I mean, life's busy, isn't it? We all work. Um, we have, you know, a lot of us have families and, you know, you feel like you're t- kind of spreading yourself thin. Well, honestly, you need to really, sorry, my phone just dinged. You need to, it's on silent now. You need to just, um, yeah, really give yourself time and self-love, really, really, really. And in this little break from, you know, when I come back next, I want you from now till then to really make a few changes. Make a few changes. What do you do? What could you do to change your day? Is there anything that you could do? Could you be doing your morning journaling? Could you make sure you go out for a nice walk every single day, whether it's raining or not, you know, put up an umbrella, put some warm clothes on. But could you just literally go out of your house and get in the car and wherever you go, make sure you look around you more, not think about where you're going, just be, just totally be. And just see if that makes any difference to your well-being. I'd love you to all write into me. I'm going to say that already again now. Uh, just if you've got anything that you want me to cover in the next few episodes, because really today is about me just kind of having a, a little bit of a chat with you, but more about giving you um, permission to write to me and ask me things and I will cover it. I will cover it over the next in the next season Anything that you want me to cover, I will cover. And um, anyone who you think, you might even know someone who'd be an amazing guest on here with me. Absolutely, get in touch with me. I'm looking for guests all the time. I'd love to speak to people. You can tell, can't you? I love speaking to people. Anyway, so yeah, that's what I suggest. Anyway, can I just, um, can I just talk about some, I don't know how it happened, moments, right? Now, this one, this is a kind of, I don't know how it happened moment that happened to my husband, but I'm going to share it Um, because, you know, that saying, I told you so, (laughs) I really try not. I try not to. I try. Anyway, my husband is a roofer and now and again, he leaves some rubbish in my front garden and I don't like it. It really annoys me. Um, Anyway, he was on a big job. And he had to clear a lot of stuff and he couldn't get a skip in time because it was going to take seven days to wait because it was a private road and you'd have to stop all of the parking and all this kind of stuff. Anyway, there was a too long a wait um, and so he had to bring some rubbish back and he put it in my front garden. And basically, this rubbish piled up and up and up over the week and was leaning on my wall in my front garden. And yesterday, I was in the kitchen and I heard this great big bang. And I thought someone had crashed outside. Thankfully, no one had crashed outside. Thank goodness, nobody was hurt. Do you know what happened? My wall fell over. Well, it didn't fall, did it? It was pushed with all this rubbish that was heavy of tiles and lead and my wall fell over into the street. Thank God nothing touched any car out there. Um, but yeah, fell in the street. And um, yeah, 
Now, how do you deal with that, ladies? How do you deal with that? You either go absolutely ballistic and go crazy at your husband or partner, or you kind of, I'm not going to lie, I did say I told you so a little bit, but it, it didn't last. I had to say, I don't want to talk about it for a little while. Um, but yeah, I have an open plan front now, let's say that. I've got my plant pots and my lovely flowers out the front, and then it just goes straight into the street because there's nothing to, well, there's nothing there. The wall's gone. It's all gone. The only good thing is we've had a skip and everything has gone. The rubbish has gone. That's not going to happen again. But yeah, I don't know how it happened. I do. My husband didn't. I did. I told him. But hey, that was my day yesterday. Yoo-hoo. Um, Sorry, the day before. Because No, it was yesterday. It was before I went up to the theatre. Yeah. So actually, thank goodness I had the theatre to take my mind off it. God, that happened yesterday. Anyway, so that was yesterday. Let's leave yesterday behind me. So now, I thought I'd uh, kind of jump back to where my journey began. And you know, I'm an actress and I'm also a yoga teacher. But what some of you don't know is along the stages of my life, oh my goodness, the amount of jobs I've had, are like, I've done lots. And one of the things that I haven't told you about is I was cabin crew for British Airways. And uh, I didn't do it for very long. I didn't like it. I didn't, I didn't like it. I thought it was going to be this great adventure, but I don't know. I, mm, it wasn't for me. Anyway, I'm really glad I did it. I met some lovely people and the training. God, I have utter and everyone, please respect any cabin crew that flies you anywhere because the the courses, the, the course itself is, oh my goodness, it is so tough and the exams you have to pass and, you know, if I really think about it, gee, I was doing that just as I was coming into perimenopause and I got like 100% in my exams. I was very excited. Um, and I, yeah, I was proud of myself. Um, but anyway, the reason I'm telling you this is because I wrote a blog um, for Yoga Matters, uh, the company, and I wrote a blog for their online magazine. And it was about my journey and how it began, what, what happened at the beginning. So I thought I'd share that little bit with you. So um, when I wrote this, I was 53. So it was only last year. Uh, clearly, you know, I'm in full swing of menopause. And I'm really happy about that. I mean, come on, what's the alternative? See, you know, you need to think about this. Um, and I think also I'm happy that I've reached the stage in my life where I'm, I'm really taking charge, like, I'm, yeah, I'm taking charge of what I do. I mean, well, to be honest, I've always been a little bit like that, but now I really, like, this is my life and I'm living it. And I'm not going to let symptoms of something that I can help. If they were symptoms that I thought, oh God, I can't do anything about it. Do you know what, women? Women? Oh, I didn't mean it like that. Do you know what, ladies? And all you beautiful women out there that are listening, that's how I meant for that to come out. Um... There are things that you can constantly do. So, in full swing of it now, but, you know, 
I can honestly say it wasn't always that easy. And in fact, I honestly thought I was going absolutely do-dally. I thought I was going proper mad. Um, very depressed, I was. And I was having mood swings, and I'm not a moody person at all. Hot flashes, night sweats, the lot, the foggy brain, that's still happening. Um, the menopause, uh, I've done it again, the menopause, the menopause has still stolen my nouns and is not allowing me to use them properly all the time. But as you know, I give myself space, I give myself a moment and it always comes. So there's my top tip. Um, anyway, and obviously the hair on my chin is still blossoming. Uh, anyway, when I reached the perimenopause, you know, I didn't know what was going to happen, but I had reached, I think it kind of started about 42, but then when I actually knew it was perimenopause, I was 45. Now, what actually happened, it was actually my birthday. And I will get back to why I mentioned BA, by the way. I know I digress a bit, but I will get back to that. But anyway, I was going out for dinner on my birthday and I went out with my sister and two of my brothers. Unfortunately, one lives in Seattle, so he couldn't come. Um, how rude of him to not come back. And, uh, and their partners. Um, at the time, I was single. And yet, yeah, I was actually a real-life Bridget Jones. And uh, we went to... Um, I nearly went into the song all by myself then, but I thought I'd save that for another day. Anyway, uh, we went to a really lovely restaurant and, um, and I've been there often and the staff are always great and uh, they came over with the menus. Now, I'm literally straight in because whenever I go out for dinner, I'm always hungry for a start and then I can get a bit hangry. Like when I'm hungry, I need food and, uh, and I don't even think that's a symptom. That's just me. Um, anyway, after a few moments, I had a quick peek around the table at everyone, and I was literally like, mm, Fran, can you read this? Like, have they changed the lighting or the font of this menu? Because seriously, I can't read it at all. And then, you know, I was asking my brothers and their partners, and I honestly, I was literally like, seriously, can any of you honestly read this? Now, everyone literally in unison were like, yep. I was like, no, you can't. You can't. How can you? Like, the, the writing is far too small. And, can I say, I hadn't had too much to drink at this stage. Maybe later, but not at this stage. And then I'd always look like, no, come on, has it got dark in here? Is that what it is? Anyway, honestly, I didn't believe them. I honestly thought they were winding me up, but nope. My brother Pat, he passed me his glasses. I put them on, picked up the menu, and I was like, Oh my God, wow, I can, I can see all of it. Now, my brother is not a miracle worker, really. I mean, I, I, mean, I had lost my sight overnight. I mean, that's how it felt. I mean, overnight, because this is where I get back to the cabin group. At 42, I went for a full-on medical, because you have to, and I had 20-20 vision. I'm talking perfect eyesight, perfect. And it's like, now hang on a minute, really? Happy birthday, yay to me, because at age 45, all of a sudden, my eyesight is not what it used to be. 
Um, but literally, and it was so bizarre because I could then see really small writing. And even when I read a magazine after this um, with glasses, I was like, oh my God, like the little writing that you see, you know, at the back of a magazine where they, um, there's little adverts for different things like jewellery or like different shops and stuff. I honestly, I didn't even think that was meant for anyone to really read. I thought it was just kind of there to fill out the pages. I didn't know that people could actually read it. And now I can. Anyway, so I, well, obviously, after the meal, my next day, off I go to Specsavers. Guess who I bumped into on the way to Specsavers? Everyone. <laughs> Sorry. It's my favourite joke. Oh, it's not funny, is it? It's the way I tell them. Anyway, so I go to Specsavers and you know when they put the test in front of you, like I got excited because it was like, oh my God, I can read that, the massive letters at the top. Yep, I can read that big A and that C and then I could even read the next two lines, possibly three, like with a squint. But then at this point, I, well, basically... I kind of forgot it wasn't a quiz or a guessing game. And the optician pointed to the next row. And I was just like, um, is it, is it a no? No, no, no. Is it a D? No, I don't know. Um, the next one, is it, is it an N? No, no, an M. And at this point, the optician was like, um, Mrs Hayes, could you tell me exactly what you see? And I was like, oh, God, I don't even know. Well, honestly, <laughs> at this point, I honestly felt like I'd failed a really simple test. And I, I was devastated. Like, it, I was really devastated because I just thought, hang on, how can you go from 20-20 vision in three years to not being able to read past the third line on a test? And I honestly, and I was like, am I going blind? Now, it didn't also help that the optician was like, I mean, God, she was gorgeous, very young, funky glasses. I mean, she was beautiful. And the problem with me is, mm, I'm not really young and I've got a really slim face. I mean, I'm not kidding. I can never, I can't even buy sunglasses that suit me because my face is so thin, like it's really narrow. So... Glasses and me, it's like, I don't know, I look like the fly in the film where it's like, do you know what I mean? Can you picture? I'm trying to do the shape in my, with my hands. But basically, all the glasses on me looked horrendous. So anyway, it took me quite a few hours to try and find a pair. Uh, got there in the end, obviously. And um, so, mm, well, that was kind of my beginning of, can I say, on that day, felt like the beginning of the end. It was almost like at that point I thought, oh God, I'm actually getting really old now. And no, I didn't like it. I didn't like it. But it, do you know what? And now, I mean, God, that's like nearly 10 years ago. And, um, and I feel great. Like, I really do. They make lots of different glasses now. They look better. And my eyesight is actually still going down a bit. But honestly, I, I just want you to um, 
I guess it's what I always say, I want you to embrace it, but it it's just inevitable, that's the thing. This is going to happen to everybody, every woman, shall I say. Although I would think some men go through it, to be honest. Um, they get hormone changes, I'm sure of it, but, but you know, we are, we're still the same person and we're lovely, we're lovely. All, it's all part of this life journey that we're on and it doesn't matter you know if you have mood swings or you cry a lot I have days like that too and I'm you know I'm most of the time a really happy person but honestly I have days where I just think oh god what's the point honestly I do and that's quite dramatic and drastic isn't it it's a big change when you are someone who's very upbeat to then another day just think, what's the point? I mean, that's quite insane. There's so much research out there now, ladies. It doesn't have to be like it was before. Maybe your parent, as in your mum, sorry, maybe your mum didn't quite know what was going on. And there's no reason anymore for us to not know what's going on. I mean, you could just the fact that you're listening to this today, you know this is going to be about menopause. And if you've listened to my past podcasts, they've all been about menopause. And look at all the guests that I've had. All of them are full of inspirational information with inspirational guests. And there really is so much out there for you to just be able to embrace this time and not feel that you are alone. I mean, we're not, are we? We're really not alone and we can all do this together. And can I tell you again, as I mentioned briefly earlier, seriously, exercise. Ladies, if you are in perimenopause and onwards, it will change your life if you start introducing some kind of exercise into your life. Even if, if you really have absolutely no no um, interest, that's the word I was trying to look for as I was trying to, you know, delve in deeply into my brain. Um, if you have absolutely no interest in exercise, it really could be going for a really lovely walk. But um, you can join me for yoga. I'd love you to come after coming on this menopause um, journey with me. And anybody who listens to my podcast, you'll always get a discount. Uh, for the first class you do with me. Um, if ever you want to do one of my workshops, they will be um, every couple of months. The next one, if you haven't missed it, is the 26th of September. And you only have to write to me and I'll give you discount just for listening to me. Go for nice walks. A little bit of strength training would be good, but you can use your own body weight. You know, you don't even have to go to the gym um, doing planks and chaturangas, I think I told you about that before, where you can, um, you could even just Google it or message me, I'll send you a picture of how to do it or a little video of how to do it. So there's so much information out there. There's so much on nutrition. You only have to go back to um, my Knowledge is Power uh, podcast. That's all about nutrition. But it's constant, you know, there's so much out there for you now. There, there, didn't, there, there was never all this information before. There wasn't even this information 10 years ago when I started going through it. 
So that's how far it's come on. It's more out there, it's more accessible. What are you doing to help yourself? So are you just making excuses? And I don't, you know, I'm not trying to um, catch you out. I want to help you. You know, we, we can all get into... We all, we all kind of live in this habitual way, don't we? We're, we form habits and some are great, some not so great. And I think it's just that acknowledgement of noticing or, um, yeah, catching yourself or, you know, are you always doing the same thing and then saying, oh God, I never feel good in the morning because I watch television in bed, for example, I mean, a conversation I had this morning on my Instagram, we were talking about um, bedtime rituals and it was not having a television in your bedroom, not having your phone in the bedroom. You know, this is the one time when we were younger, you know, you could burn the candle at both ends and it probably didn't make a lot of difference. Now it makes a difference and it, it makes a difference to our skin it makes a difference to um, just feeling tired. It makes a difference to stress levels. And stress, again, big time, not good in any way, shape or form. Um, well, there's stress when you get excited or nervous about something really good that can lift your spirits. But I'm talking about the, the stress that causes more cortisol in the body, the stress that can actually make you put on more weight around your middle. You know, stress can do that. So if we really think about, am I being kind to myself? Am I speaking to myself in a loving way? And I'm talking every day. So today, I'd just like to try something. Now, I know this doesn't work if you're driving a car or you're jogging. Lorraine, who listens to this while you're running, don't go running into a tree. Maybe save this bit and do it when you get home. But what I'd like you to do, if you are in a situation that you can, if not, like I say, do it later, I'd like you to actually close your eyes for a moment. Yep. Right now, I'd like you to close your eyes and take a nice deep breath into your belly. Do that again. A nice deep breath into your belly. Exhaling slowly. Continue. Another nice, long, conscious, deep breath in. And exhale. And with your eyes closed, what I'd like you to do is visualize this gold bowl. This great big gold bowl sitting in front of you. It could be like a fruit bowl. It could be a small bowl. But just see this beautiful gold bowl in front of you. And I want you to visualize everything that makes you smile. I want you to see yourself putting it in that bowl. Every friend or family member that makes you feel warm and happy, put that in this bowl. 
Thoughts of happiness, thoughts of kindness, put them in the bowl. Thoughts that make you just feel loved and cherished, put them in this bowl. Give yourself a large compliment and that takes practice. Put it in the bowl. And just see this bowl overflowing with love, support, kindness, gratitude for yourself. Anytime there's any negative thought or anyone or anything that makes you not feel vibrant and happy, that's left out of the bowl. In the bowl, you fill it every day with kindness and love that you give yourself. Happiness, joy, laughter, smiling, even a smile from a stranger or you smiling at a stranger and then smiling back, how that makes you feel. The pure joy of laughing at something on the telly, in a film. Someone's told you a joke. Someone's just told you something beautiful. All the things that make you feel happy and all the love that you could give yourself is all in this golden bowl. And there's so much it starts filling out over the top, over the edges. It's spilling over. The love is spilling over. Can you see it? Anything that's spilling over is spare for you to give out. Only when it's full to the brim of love that you've given yourself. Take a beautiful deep breath. Exhale slowly. And gently open your eyes. Now I want you to do that every day. And make that part of your ritual maybe. Just the thought of it. You don't even have to close your eyes. So ladies, um, thank you again for listening today. And I'll say it till I'm blue in the face. Look after yourself. Love yourself. And if you want to come to my menopause workshop, remember that is actually this Sunday, which is the 26th of September. And if you've listened to this after the event, I will be doing it again. But more than that, um, break some of those habits, talk to yourself lovingly, lots of research out there. Go back and listen to my past podcasts if you want to just kind of refresh over any questions. Write to me with questions. Let me know if there's anyone who'd like to be my guest. Maybe it's you. So you can write to me on Annie at Let Life Be Yoga. So Let Life Be Yoga is um, my Instagram. And ladies, you know what I'm going to say. Love yourselves. Have the most wonderful life every day. And take care. Speak to you again very soon. Lots of love. Bye. 
Thank you so much for listening. Please do subscribe and leave a review and rating. Well, if it's good. Or better still, let me know if you've got any I don't know how it happened moments or maybe a question on the menopause. You can message me on Instagram at Let Life Be Yoga, Facebook at Let Life Be Yoga, or why don't you let life be yoga? You could come and do a class with me. Why not? I've been your host, Annie Hayes-Pantony, and I really hope you join me again soon. Take care.